This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Well, hello and welcome back to our second hour of Vancouver Consumer. In just a few moments, pharmacist Alan Glasser will join us for a long overdue visit and a healthy conversation about gut health and, of course, pain management too. But first, here are some more of the top consumer stories we're following this week. Despite being basically banned from the all-important U.S. market, Huawei has clicked past Apple as the world's number two cell phone maker and is zeroing in on Samsung. At least that's what the Chinese telecom would have us believe, and it's looking pretty convincing. So how can you be a global smash and not be a hit in America? Huawei says they focused on smaller developing markets, and they kept their prices at a moderate level. Plus, they've really worked the Asian and European markets. Affordability, combined with increasing phone quality, has seen this company take Apple out of the top two phone makers in the world, according to International Data Corporation and this only 15 years after introducing its first phone. Now, don't expect Apple to roll over, and Samsung, of course, is certainly aware of Huawei, but the global cell phone dynamic is certainly changing. For example, who has in recent years become one of the most high-profile sponsors of Hockey Night in Canada? Well, that would be Huawei, the phone guys. Here's the latest update from our tariff file. The 10 and 25% fees that were slapped on steel and aluminum imports by President Trump in early July are making cans more expensive and forcing food and beverage companies that rely on them for packaging to consider price increases and other ways to offset the costs. The latest big player to speak up is the Campbell Company of Canada, which produces canned soup at its soon-to-close Toronto plant and which is set to jack up prices in late August on a broad range of products. The exact amount by which prices will be increased is still fluid, but the tariffs combined with raising freight packaging and ingredient costs are to blame, says Campbell's. We've been reporting on this for a few weeks now, and it seems this will be a regular story for a while. Last week, it was Coke leaning towards a price hike. The week before, it was Pepsi. And the latest drink company to join in is Molson Coors. Independent beverage maker Cots is also indicating a price increase soon. We'll keep you informed as this story develops, and there is lots more to come as tariffs from China will also begin to impact prices. Remember... Nobody wins in a trade war. Canada's baby boomers are moving into retirement age, but nearly a quarter of them still have adult kids living at home. This from a new survey by real estate agency Royal LePage looking at baby boomers in Canada's housing markets. The survey found 23% of all boomer households, those aged 54 to 72, including parents and non-parents alike, still have at least one adult child living at home. Now, among those with children at home, 44% say they expect those kids to be gone by about age 25. But a full 9% expect their kids to stay in the family home beyond age 35. In British Columbia, nearly a quarter, 24%, expect their kids to stay at home past 35. Housing costs are clearly a factor. 
But the uh, survey notes the house prices aren't the only consideration, even here in the most expensive city in Canada. Young people today are, on the whole, staying at school longer. That's especially true for young women. There's a cultural shift here that definitely a lot more involvement by parents in their adult children's lives, according to the survey. In previous years, it was quite uncommon for parents to be paying for part of a house. You just waited until you had the money. Well, not so today. The Royal LePage survey found 47% of baby boomers are willing to, quote, subsidize their child's purchase of a home. A startlingly high number, but many of today's baby boomers can afford it. As the survey goes on to say, boomers are in great shape financially. Another prediction, upward pressure on condo prices will continue as the supply of less expensive housing remains very low. Oh, and as long as we're looking at new surveys... Here's one from Britain, brand new. One poll conducted a survey of a 1,000 pet owners and another 1,000 people who don't own pets earlier this summer. All the people involved were 55 or older. The results? Pet owners are happier, wealthier, and more fit than non-owners. Here's an incomplete list of the findings. Pet owners, twice as likely to consider themselves a success. Nine in ten say their pets are good for their health and well-being. And there's plenty of evidence walkies and other pet activities are a health benefit. Pet owners were also found to be more likely to be married, have a child, a university degree, and also to be working at something they kind of like doing. They also earn more, averaging more than five grand a year more than non-owners, and they volunteer more too. One third of pet people say their creature gives them purpose in their lives and 50% say they never feel lonely. Non-pet owners enjoy a few advantages of their own, however. 69% of them own their homes and have paid off their mortgages versus 60% of pet owners and 46% of non-owners retired earlier. Pet folks hitting that level, 35%. The survey was conducted for a British retirement home company. And I'm willing to bet big chips those communities are pet-friendly. Those are some of the week's top consumer stories. We'll have a look at a few more later in the show. Stay with us. We'll take a quick break here. Then Alan Glasser is back on Vancouver Consumer to talk about pain management and gut health. There are gut health ads in SkyTrain stations these days. What's it all about? Alan will tell us right after this. And welcome back to Vancouver Consumer for a Saturday afternoon. A little cooler today and, uh, well, people are just zipping around town, getting things done. It's been too darn hot to get stuff done, so we get a day of cool and my goodness it's busy around our city sterling fox with you joined in studio a pleasure to welcome back alan glasser to the program it's been many many months since you were last year good to see you again alan thank you sterling it's a pleasure to have you with us and we're going to talk about gut health and i i got a, an email from our producer ben dooley the other day saying alan's coming back and i thought about time good stuff we'll be always have fun when alan's on the air but and the next email was alan wants to talk about gut health and my immediately responded to ben have you seen the gut health ads in SkyTrain stations. He and I ride SkyTrain a fair bit. He immediately got back to me. You bet. So there's an elevated campaign. There's an awareness thing going on by, I'm assuming, the Ministry of Health here in BC uh, uh, to, to, to get us to be more aware of and more conscious of our own gut health. What are we talking about when we talk about gut health? Well, that's a really good question, Sterling. Now, there's a, a study from actually 2009 that looked at 
uh, kind of a, a secret in, amongst Canadians in that out of back then there was 30 million Canadians, 20 million of us have some kind of gut issue, whether that's, you know, heartburn issue, mm. uh, it's, you know, inflammation in the bowel, inflammation in the esophagus, uh, those type of things, as simple as, you know, irritable bowel syndrome or symptoms mm-hmm. to as severe uh, as inflammatory bowel disease, such as Crohn's, mm-hmm. where they literally, everything's so inflamed there, they have to do surgery to, to help resolve it. And then you're left with a bag as an alternative. So when we talk about gut in that sort of umbrella reference point, we're talking about our entire digestive system? Yes. Okay. That's your... To me, that's what I say, gut, you know, from your, your stomach, actually even your esophagus, all the way down to the colon. That's the whole gut. That's where we absorb all our nutrients. And that's where 70 to 80% of our immune system is stationed to protect us because technically it's still outside the body, right? When you eat food, mm-hmm. it has to be absorbed properly by our gut, and then we use the, the proteins and all the vitamins and nutrients and enzymes uh, that we get from our food to, to build the rest of our body. You're the guy You're the, at the pharmacy, Mark's Pharmacy in, in Delta, by the way, is where uh, Alan is always to be found. Uh, now, people come to you with gut issues, digestive issues. And what's the most common complaint, and what's the most frequently prescribed remedy? So... Number one common complaint, especially when I see in, uh, in seniors, you know, 60, 65 plus, is they're on uh, a drug that reduces the acid in their stomach. Oh. And that's the most common drug. If, if you look and, at and the what prescription sort of drugs records, would that be? Heart medicine or uh, no, that, diabetes stuff? Or? No, it's for heartburn. Okay. Okay. So acid stomach, we call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're called PPIs, just a protein pump inhibitors, but the meaningless. It's the Nexiums of the world, the low sex of the world. Uh, those are come with the brand names you've seen, mm-hmm. although if you get a prescription now, mostly it's generic. But the people have seen these brand names. Now they're on the front counter. Mm-hmm. And the latest, one of the latest issues from uh, Therapeutic Initiatives, this is a, a committee that reviews medication and its use of, in prescribing and actually now de-prescribing, is they found that this class of drug that was represented by the PPIs by uh, Nexium and, and Losec uh, increased the risk of dementia. Holy smokes, really? Yeah. Well, not, how recently has this uh, finding been tabled? In the, in the last six months. That it was reported by this initiative, that means the research is even older than that. Okay. So this is something new that's kind of bubbling up. So, And it's one of the areas where if you're taking any of these drugs, uh, maybe it's time to ask the doctor, can you go off of it? Can you, you know, especially now that it's over the counter. People can be on these things for years. They're left on these drugs that re- severely reduce acid in your stomach. And they, we know over the long term, there's an increasing risk of uh, lung infections, bowel infections, and even a low impact hip fracture. Doesn't happen to everybody, mm. but your risks go up right. over time. Right. And usually, when someone has you know a heartburn issue or you know, acid stomach issue, we hope it's temporary. So it's not a life saving drug that way. It makes you comfortable. Right. You don't have an acid stomach, but you know after four weeks, because all the manufacturers and you read the label say it's relatively short term. But what I've seen as a pharmacist is most people want to stay on it because they hate that feeling of heartburn. Sure. Even though you can get, uh, you know, an antacid and uh, literally, you know, if you have two 
you know, Tums or Rolaids, it's going to resolve. Right. They want something they can take on a regular basis to, to help prevent it. Well, it's time to find out, do you really need it? Do you have to take it every day? No. You can safely experiment, take it every other day and see if that, you know, see if you still have the problem. My concern when I see this information is uh, to my patients, who I see at Mark's Pharmacy, 80th and 120th Street in Delta, uh, ask them, because that's when I do a, a medication review, uh, we take a look at the drugs. This is a drug that is time, if you've been on it for more than four weeks, ask the doctor, ask your doctor, can you start taking it every other day? Can you start taking it only when you need it? That would make more sense. Which is sort of the Tums approach, right? That's if you right. Have a bit of a, a bite of heartburn, you chow down a couple of Tums, it goes away. You don't think about it until next time, hopefully several weeks later. That's, that's right. That's, that's our goal. Right. We want everyone, you know, human beings, we found these drugs, we found these supplements uh, that help our body work a little better. Mm-hmm. Don't give us pain. We want to all avoid that. And, and that's what, but what concerns me is this new knowledge now that, it was important for maybe three or four weeks, but then you forget about it and keep taking it because, and when you may not need it. And if you're if you're constantly reducing the level of stomach acid in your body, eventually your body is going to be incapable of the normal functions that stomach acid provides because there's not enough of it available, and that's going to lead somewhere that's probably undesirable. That's right. You know, low stomach acid. We need high stomach acid to start to break down our protein. Mm. And protein is what keeps us strong. So many of us can say, hey, I'm losing muscle mass, you know, especially as we age. And it, take a look. If you're on one of these potent drugs that reduce your stomach acid, you should know one of the names is pentabrazole. That's a very common name. Uh, omeprazole is another one. And uh, take a look at your medication list. And start asking your pharmacist or your doctor about, is it a good idea maybe to take it every other day? Mm-hmm. Because Especially if it's an over-the-counter drug, right? Oh. It's not a prescription. A prescription, you have to follow the directions on the bottle, twice a day, whatever. That's but if right. it's over-the-counter, maybe a daily thing is not required. That's right. So test, experiment. And to me, you know, a, a Rolaids or Tums is safer mm-hmm. uh, than taking this particular one because of this new information uh, now about potential increased risk of dementia coming from these very strong medications. That's a disturbing uh, new new bit of information. Always, you're, you're always a provocative guy, Alan, because you always make us think and you always provide us with stuff we, gosh, I didn't know about that. You get a few of those every time you visit. That's right. So tell us about biotics. This We're talking about stomach and gut health and all the rest of it. Every time you hear a commercial uh, for anything to do with the stomach, it's always loaded with uh, uh probiotics. That's What's right. that all about? Remember I said that our immune system is majorly gathered around our gut. That's, you know, your intestines. That's mm-hmm. where all the absorption of our food happens. And it is there to protect us from the bacteria, the fungus, uh, the viruses that can come in as we eat that food, right? It's 
you know, it's not 100% pure, and there can be bacteria in it. Mm-hmm. We all have experienced, especially in summertime, you know, uh, eating something that went a little off. Yeah, it was yeah, out yeah. in the sun too much, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden, Uh-oh. you got the runs. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's not very pleasant, but we know it can happen, mm-hmm. especially when you have the quote-unquote 24-hour flu. Yeah. Now, there is no such thing as a 24-hour flu, but there is such thing as a 24-hour bad bacterial infection okay. because you ate something that had the wrong kind of gut bacteria in it that irritated it, that caused toxins to form and caused you to cramp and then evacuate your, your bowels, basically. Mm-hmm. You've got to be close to the washroom. But that's why we have our you know, uh, immune system around there. So what's the big thing about probiotics, prebiotics? Yeah, I like yogurt and all that stuff. That's right. I like the, some natural supplements. Here it is. If we can put a lot of good, healthy bugs in our gut, and we don't, they don't have to do 20 or 30 billion. You can start with as low as a billion of them. In our gut, they grow in our gut, and they leave no space for the bad bugs to grow. So that's the story. We have so uh, it's a, it's a preemptive approach to uh, right. to eating and, and and stomach health. The goal is populate your gut with good, healthy bacteria. It's just like if you got a brown field of uh, dirt in front of your uh, house, you haven't put your lawn in. If you do nothing to that brown dirt, what's going to happen? Full of weeds. Exactly. Yeah. The bad you bugs. You have to plant them. They they just uh, appear. They just show up. That's right. But if you massively Put a heavy load of uh, seed, grass seed there, what do you get? You get a beautiful lawn. Sure. Very few weeds. That's exactly the purpose of taking these probiotics. So this is a positive step that more of us should be aware of and perhaps participating in. That's right. Now, you talk about pain. So the level of pain you feel, your sensitivity to inflammation in your body actually goes up when you have an irritated gut. Your, your immune system kind of overstimulated. It's trying to hold things back in your gut. If it's irritated and inflamed, that means any other part of the muscle or joint part of your body, when it's inflamed, you respond worse. So if you have, say, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis or osteoarthritis, dead damaged tissue causing you know swelling and pain in your body, if you can control your gut issues better, you'll feel the pain less. There'll be less of an inflammatory response to Injury. So suppose now someone listening to this sage advice decides, well, maybe I'll give it a shot. So what do they do? Do they buy supplements? Do they buy a lifetime supply of yogurt? How do you go best at uh, including this in your regimen? Well, it all depends on, on you. It all depends on what your particular issue is. And we have you know, natural supplements that help the gut reduce inflammation uh, with natural supplements. The other alternative is we can give you some probiotics that is going to help reduce the bad bugs that can increase irritation in the gut and inflammation. Okay. And it, then it depends on you, which one is going to work best for you, depending on the drugs you take sometimes. The other, the other question is, are the natural supplements you're currently taking even being absorbed? So this is the kind of conversation that really, if, if we decide to take a, a life-changing a, a direction here and decide to include paying attention to these ads in SkyTrain stations and elsewhere and being a little more aware of, of the reality of, of gut health and being a little more proactive, uh, a chat with a doctor or a pharmacist at very least is critical to getting the right choices. That's right. 
and knowing how much to start with and not going as we tend to do when we enter some new device or new program. We tend to go push a little too hard and then we have to pull back and you don't want to necessarily do that. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer this cloudy, cool Saturday afternoon. I'm Sterling Fox, joined in studio by pharmacist Alan Glasser from Mark's Pharmacy Delta there at 120th and 88th, Scott Road. Eight, no, 80. 80th and Scott <laughs> 80th. Road, that's right. Uh, we were talking about gut health, and, and there seems to be quite a push these days uh, to encourage us as a general population, if you start seeing ads in SkyTrain stations, you know there's a big push going on, especially if it's government money behind it. So as long as we're being asked to be a little more aware of this reality, why, why not? Because it's, it really is that, as you pointed out, more, I think more than anything else that we don't perhaps think of our, our digestive system, it's also the home of our immune system. And that's, that's where we really should tweak on in terms of paying more attention to gut health, right? That's right. You want a healthy immune system. But if it's constantly overwhelmed by the foods that you're eating or the inflammation, which happens to many people, like we said, as simple as irritable bowel symptoms, uh, IBS it's called, Mm -hmm. uh, or either a slight pain or constipation or diarrhea or cramping or bloating or gas, this type of thing, to as severe as Crohn's. Uh, there's a couple of things I know that'll help. One, we need to reduce the stress on the body's immune system so it can fight off everything else that happens in your body. Okay. Okay. Number one. Otherwise, your sensitivity to even a, a minor little ache or a pain or an injury somewhere else could trigger off a massive inflammatory response. So the people who have rheumatoid arthritis or osteoarthritis or even uh, an old injury and you re-injure the area, your body can overreact because it's so stressed out fighting off other things inflammation in your gut right okay it's preoccupied and it, now you throw this at me the shoulder injury from my high school football days that's it and boom and you know you're you're pain all over yeah you want to avoid that so the two things that i recommend one is probiotics we know they help uh, allow the body to grow good healthy bugs we use the analogy of a a lawn, if you do nothing in your lawn, you get weeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you put seeds down for grass, all of a sudden there's hardly any weeds and you got good grass sure. in, in your, on your dirt in front of your house. Well, the same thing happens in our body. If you've had you know, antibiotic therapy or severe you know, flu or you had severe diarrhea and it just everything flushed out, You've got to put back good, healthy bugs. And uh, you got to find out which one works for you. If you want my recommendation, you can find me at Mark's Pharmacy, 80th and 120th Street in Delta. Uh, they're usually Monday through Thursdays. Okay, the I was going to get to that. When, when, when are you in the house? Uh, in the house, usually Monday through Thursdays, 9.30 to 4.30ish. We're open until 5.30. Uh, and a couple Saturdays a month, 9.30 to 1.30. We are closed Sundays and holidays. Mm-hmm. So we'll get back to your good gut health. One, we use probiotics, and I have a few that I've found and tested with clinically with my patients, and they, they work well. And second of all, there's a product called CNAG, which is N-acetylglucosamine. It has on the label of this particular Vitex product uh, the statement, it is helping in inflammatory bowel disease. So that's just beyond IBS. That ranges from IBS to Crohn's. It can help you reduce the inflammation in your gut. It helps the cells heal themselves, so to speak. Give it the right nutrition so you heal yourself. And those are, you know, probiotics and this product by Vitex called CNAG has a massive 
uh, healing effect to let the body heal itself because the gut is really under stress all the time. Right. If we can give it the right nutrition, you get better. You know, and that goes on. If you can increase your antioxidants in your body, ah. these are just molecules that suck that give up an electron without harming the body to get rid of free radicals. And what are free radicals? You've heard of them. Uh, X-rays make a lot of free radicals. Gamma rays make a lot of free radicals. Uh, why do we get sick and die when we're exposed to radiation? Well, these rays cause free radicals, and free radicals just suck up an electron from our cells. And if they suck it up from the DNA, that's the chemical computer program, how to run the cells, we got a cell that's going to do a number of things. One, produce the wrong proteins or gene, uh, products in it. Two, cell deaths. Three, cause cancer. Mm. It starts to just keep growing and growing and there's no limit. Right. So those, now our body has cops in there trying to fight this off and, and stop these, you know, uh, cancer cells from growing crazily. But if you got too many free, too much free radical damage, crap happens. Uh, okay, so this is the antioxidant uh, portion of the of the because again, probiotics is where we started because I wanted yeah. to know about that. It's 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 much bandied about, but I think uh, we know less about it than we're we think we do. And I, I would venture to say the same as well in terms of antioxidants. That's right. We know that the the part of the cell that gives us energy that drives every cell in our body needs antioxidants, such as you get from fresh fruits and vegetables, okay. to grow. Now, if you don't eat enough veggies, and most North, North Americans do not, they eat, you know, it's not the, the lettuce on your hamburger, sorry, along with your big, the bun and the chips you eat, there's very few antioxidants in there. But you get it from fresh fruits and vegetables, six to nine portions the size of your fist, not mine, but your fist a day is going to give you a really good uh, high number of antioxidants in your body. It's something I can measure with a device. You just put your hand in front of a light, beam of light, and I can use, using light refraction, uh, this discovery got the Nobel Prize in 1930. So I'm sure the testing was done in the 1918s or, you know, 15s. So it's over 100 years old, this okay. technology, but now I can have it on the top of my desk and determine, are you absorbing your antioxidants? So if you take supplements... I'm sure some of those have antioxidants. If you're eating veggies, they're supposed to, and they're fresh. The raw ones are better than the cooked ones. Okay. You, you cook things off, mm -hmm. they're not going to work. What do antioxidants do? They are natural anti-inflammatories. They naturally help reduce irritation in the gut. They give your body, uh, the little mitochondria, the energy they need to make your whole body work better, every cell in your body work better. That's why antioxidants are so important to us, and having a good store of them helps your body and helps your immune system work to the ultimate. Yeah, you talked about multiple doses of fresh veggies, uh, eight or nine of them a day and so on. Yes. That's kind of difficult to achieve on a daily basis. So uh, uh, the other option, of course, we'd be to take it in a supplement form of some kind, That's right. right? And again, as, as one learns new things about ways to improve one's well-being and health, the question is always, where do I start? How much do I start with and, and which direction? do? Where, where does that all-important first step going to take me? Well, that's a good question. So if you have an issue about gut health, I guarantee it's all about inflammation. Then we got to look at the, the two things that I know uh, that will help, which is one, a probiotic. We, 
you know, you can come and talk to me at Mark's Pharmacy, 80th and Scott Road. We'll see you there. And the second thing is a product called CNAG, which I also have at Mark's Pharmacy, 80th and Scott Road. It is the only product that I have seen that has that NPN, which is the government statement that says it helps with reduction of symptoms of inflammatory bowel disease, mm-hmm. of which like the worst is Crohn's and, and the least is IBS or illiterate bowel syndrome. Mm-hmm. So that's where I start. And the second thing is, are you absorbing the foods you eat? Are they giving you enough nutritional support? And that's really what checking antioxidants can do because we know if you have high antioxidants, you also have high vitamins and minerals and nutrients with everything else. And this is that 100-year-old test that you can now perform on an individual in what, a matter of seconds? 30 seconds to do this test. It's done right on the countertop. Uh, very inexpensive. It's less than $20. And you'll find out uh, the foods you eat, are the supplements you take actually helping you? And the biggest group of people who need to be concerned about this is those of us as we age are at increasing risk of macular degeneration called age-related macular degeneration. This is where the center of your eye, where we see color vision, starts to bleed away. And you, you only start to be able to see shapes and shadows. I've talked to, unfortunately, many of my, my patients who say, you know, Alan, I can kind of see your image there, but right. I've lost the fine details. Interesting. That's because the center of your vision has lost the color. Some of those, which is full of it, which you get from eating good antioxidants. So you're talking about you know, connecting the, the dots between antioxidants and, uh, and, and probiotics and deteriorating or diminishing visit, visual capabilities? Well, it's number one, antioxidants. Number two, if you have inflammation, all your antioxidants in your body are going there to try to get rid of that. it. Sure, right. And they're depleting. Mm-hmm. So many people who say, the doctors say, oh, we, we want to protect your eyes, take this bottle of you know, antioxidants contains lutein, xanthine, a few others, but most, many of them don't realize that they don't absorb it. So I'm saying if you're taking supplements, for example, to save your eyes, mm-hmm. if you have a gut health issue, you may not be absorbing it. You know, come to me at Mark's Pharmacy, 80th and Scott Road. We can check. And it's a very accurate check. It's been checked 84 different times. As a matter of fact, I have a, a paper from optometrist who did a check with this off a skin score. It's just the palm of your hand. They checked at the back of the eye with another device that checks for color vision mm-hmm. and antioxidants at the back of your eye. And they did a blood test. And the skin score was as accurate as those two other methods. Interesting. Okay. So and very high confidence levels, confidence levels that we can tell what's are the supplements you're taking working. You know, and, and, and a lot of us uh, don't know. I'm sure that uh, many people listening to us right now, Alan, do take on a regular basis some form of perhaps prescription medication for uh, an ongoing ailment of some description. But they're also taking supplements of some kind, vitamins or, uh, you know, the one-a-days, whatever. And then, but if you ask that person very religiously following this program, so do you think this stuff is actually working for you? I don't think many people are going to be able to go, well, yes, yeah, I can prove it. Or, or most of us are going, to go, are going to say, well, it sure feels like it. Yeah, I, I think it's working. That's as close as we're going to get. Yeah, and, and to me as a scientist, that's not good enough. Now we can put a number to it. Yeah. I can actually guarantee, we can put you on some supplements that will guarantee that your antioxidant numbers will go up or you actually get your money back because I can measure it. 
Right. And how long, once you measure and, and you discover, for example, someone isn't uh, processing and absorbing these uh, supplements the way they, th- they think and certainly hope that uh, uh, the expectation is, uh, so how do you make the correction when you find out that it's not working? You, you know, I have evidence. Uh, so what do you do? You have to change the type of supplements that you're taking? How do, how do you deal with it then? Well, the one thing you can deal with, you eat raw best, like put a smoothie every day and with six to nine portions of veggies in it and drink it all day okay. or drink it in a short time. Uh, it take, By the way, it takes 60 days to make this change because when I actually scan your skin in the palm of your hand, uh, it, we're looking four to six weeks back. That's when the antioxidants that were laid down. Gotcha. So it's okay. about a, So it takes 60 days. So at least you've been on the supplement or done on your program, whatever you want, for, thir- for at least 30 days and I can measure that. And I usually see a, a massive improvement. In the last five years, I've had to do refunds for only six people. I don't know why theirs didn't work. Right. But everyone else, I see, you know, their scan score increases. The testing shows that they have more antioxidants, and they tell me they feel better. Again, high antioxidants means low inflammation. So inflammation leading to do with gut pain, inflammation to do with muscle or joints. They decrease so they actually feel better. And they feel more energy because, again, our mitochondria need high antioxidants in order to make energy and give us the feeling of wellness. If there's one thing I, I, in terms of takeaways that I've got from of this conversation, it's so good to have you back with us again, too, is this notion of, uh, well, if it isn't working, then I'm just going to stop. Well, no, if it isn't working, then find an alternative because you need to have something working for you. Again, it's focusing on your digestive system as the home of the immune system. And I haven't thought of it in those terms at all prior to this. So there's a lesson learned. That's a good one, too. Yeah. And it's it's about as basic in terms of the human condition, a lesson, as you could possibly learn. It, it Really, it's about the foods you eat to give your body the raw material to, to make the rest of the structure and making sure it can absorb it properly. You know, if you've got an inflamed gut, you won't get absorption or you get the wrong things passing through, which leads to a whole bunch of other issues, which we didn't have time to discuss. That's right. And if you want to have a further conversation with our guest, Alan Glasser, at Mark's Pharmacy Delta at 80th and Scott Road in Delta, you're in the shop Monday through Thursday, generally 930 to 430. Yes. Is it wise to make a phone appointment before coming out if we're not close to 80th and Scott Road? Yeah, do that. Okay. Our website is MarksPharmacyDelta.com, and all the contact information is right there online, MarksPharmacyDelta.com. Alan Glasser, thanks for coming in. Great to see you again. Thank you very much. And once again, our thanks to pharmacist Alan Glasser from Mark's Pharmacy Delta at 80th and Scott Road for another really informative visit. Next weekend, we'll have two lawyers in studio to take your calls and talk about the changes coming to impaired driving laws and police powers. And then Green Design Solutions make their Vancouver consumer debut. Time right now for Duly Noted. And today, our producer Ben Dooley is interested in staying up late tonight to watch the Perseid Meteor Shower. Thanks, Sterling. The Perside Meteor Shower is a veritable symphony of shooting stars and an annual treat for stargazers and skywatchers. This year's event is expected to be unusually spectacular because there will be almost no visible moon in the sky 
and because Earth will pass directly through the center of Swift Tuttle's dust cloud, said Leigh Cummings, Vancouver Center President of the Royal Astronomical Society of Canada. Those particles, ranging from dust specks to fragments the size of a pea, will tear into Earth's atmosphere at a speed of up to 50 kilometers per second, burning up and creating a visible light show. Uh, there'll be a streak of light um, that uh, will travel across very quickly, so you'll just see this flash of light going across the sky like a shooting star, the, the old traditional shooting star idea. Um, a larger one, the ones that are on the larger size, you might see some color. If they are, you might get some of the burning of the oxygen and stuff in the atmosphere, and you'll get greens and, and that. And some of the really bigger ones, you'll see a bit of a trail afterwards. Those are really quite spectacular. Earth is already making its way into the cloud of debris, but the event is slated to peak between tonight and Monday morning. I'm Ben Dooley, and that's Dooley Noted. Thank you, Ben. It's uh, going to be a little cloudy tonight. Uh, probably we're going to have a better chance. Our, our chances of seeing some of the spectacular show uh, will be improved by tomorrow night, at very least. But certainly worth uh, staying up late and having a, a go at. Time for a couple more consumer quickies before we have to go. San Francisco's Eventbrite has bought Vancouver's Picatick, a crowdfunding platform for events that allows event planners, promoters, and fans to create pools of money to ensure bookings. This is another local success story, too. Picatech has been around for just 10 years, and it's being acquired by a big player with deep pockets and a commitment to growing its business here. This means more access to exposure for local artists, performers, and programmers, and it will also mean more jobs for talented professionals, as Eventbrite has announced an expansion for its Vancouver team as part of the deal. We're hearing more stories like this lately. A Nashville woman would have been the victim of a carjacking last week, except the two teenage thieves had no idea how to operate her car's manual transmission. The two kids, 15 and 17, were arrested after two failed carjackings, the first of which was thwarted by the driver blaring her horn and refusing to get out, according to the police. The two thieves then ran away and attempted a second car theft a few hours later outside a grocery store. That car's owner had just left her car to go inside the store, and the kids snatched the keys out of her hand and jumped into the vehicle. Here's the quote from the police report. After a few seconds, they exited the car and fled on foot apparently unable to drive a manual transmission. Close quote. Say the cops. The suspects were, well, busted later that evening. Four charges, including, well, attempted robbery, and they get more serious. The incident is one of dozens, if not hundreds, over the past few years that ended in a car not being stolen because the people attempting to take it didn't know how to drive a stick shift. You just can't fix stupid now, can you? And that is our program for today and this weekend, produced by Ben Dooley with Andrew Ferreira at the controls. Any thoughts or ideas you would like to contribute to the show, we would love to hear about. Send them along to sterling at cknw.com. I'm Sterling Fox, back with you again next Saturday at 2 for another edition of Vancouver Consumer, right here on CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.